Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another exciting edition of Voice Spark Live. I am, as always, your host, Nick, followed by your host, Ben, and your host, AJ. We are spanning the entire continent, bringing you anything and everything that has to deal with our favorite personal assistant, voice assistant, Alexa. So tonight we have a pretty good show for you. We have a special treat and we also have Eric from Voice Launch that will be coming on and speaking about the upcoming Voice Launch uh, program that's going to be taking place October 27th and 28th. And for some crazy reason, I got selected as a finalist. So super excited about that. I know it's wild. Exactly. So golf clap, golf clap. So before we move on, we got to pay the bills and keep the lights on. I want to tell everybody a little bit about Talk Socket. It's Alexa on your phone. If you're trying to settle some sort of argument, and instead of you know grabbing Siri and Siri saying, you know, you're like, hey, who won the first Super Bowl? And Siri's like, sorry, I don't have that phone number in your address book. You can obviously use Talk Sockets. <laughs> Talk Sockets, Alexa hands-free device that fits on the back of your um, of your phone case. It's a pop socket, but it is an Alexa-enabled device, and it gives you free range of all those Alexa services. So keep that in mind. Head over to their Kickstarter. The Kickstarter is linked up in the show notes and will be as well. Ben. Do you get any news this week? Um, so yeah, no, I mean, nothing too much. I've uh, been busy grinding, grinding, grinding. Um, a little bit of voice summit, I guess, you know, was this week and whatnot. So caught a few of those speakers there. So that was, that was kind of fun. Um, but no, I'm, 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 I'm good. I think AJ has more news than I do. So he's, he's always like, he's like a news ticker himself. I mean, I don't well, know. Well, it's, you know? it's, he's it's, got like, it. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, there's some news that came over from China that it's. They just said to say that it's unsafe. The male chastity belt is unsafe. It's vulnerable. Hackers can permanently uh, lock it, and there's no way to get it get anything out of there once it's it's locked. Once it's locked up tight, it's almost and, like if you have cryptocurrency and you lose that code, right? Yeah, Ooh. you have to wait for the batteries to die. Apparently, it's the only other way. Chastity belts. So that's real news. That uh, I don't know too many details about it. I thanks a lot, Ben Laden. That's I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a there's a community somewhere that 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 that's really relevant. But uh, maybe here, who knows? Yeah, the co- commitment centric people just yeah. really want to tie the knot. And real quick, for those who are watching, really keep it locked down. For those who are watching at home, this video, this uh, live stream is not endorsed by Truly at all. So, but. Uh, I am having a drink, so things might get a little wild tonight. Hey, man. Just to loosen me up. So Let, let, let the beast out. <laughs> let the be- Unleash the beast. So I've got some <laughs> exciting news. I think everybody in the world probably seen my LinkedIn uh, update, but I accepted a job position uh, at Dabble Lab, and I am super pumped about it. In fact, I'm so pumped about it, I'm going to bring up um, – the LinkedIn stuff. So let me go ahead and scroll this in. I mean, there were tons of people that congratulated me. I mean, I was super pumped. I just, I was, uh, I was pretty, pretty excited about it. So, so I'll be a technical project manager at Dabble Lab first days tomorrow. So, uh, you know, I better 
throttle back the Trulies, but um, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Looking forward to the change of pace and looking forward to uh, showing those uh, showing those guys over there uh, what I can do as far as my um, technical slash uh, you know dissemination awesome. slash skills. So, uh, but I'm not here to talk about me. Let's talk about some skills. Did you guys try call handler? Oh yeah. Yeah. What did I, you I, I laughed when I saw it at first because it just made so much sense that it was such a, a good fit for, I mean, it's doable. You can do it. Um, yeah. and it works. So you, you should describe what, what, how it works though. Okay. So, so you, Ben, do you, Ben, do you want to describe it? Yeah. No, you go, you go for it. I was going to give a really funny use case that, that kind of backs up AJ. Cause that's all I can think about in my head right now. Go for it. Okay. So call handler is essentially a telemarketer's worst nightmare. And what it is, 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 uh, a, essentially the ability to put somebody on hold, like fake on hold and have her say stuff and have elevator music. In fact, I had to watch whenever I was uploading the actual skill preview to YouTube because what was happening was, uh, it was getting flagged for copyright infringement for like the, uh, the, yeah, there's the a melody, uh, they did a, uh, sound alike. Yeah. So the- I was, I was getting hit with that and I'm like, ah, screw it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to, you know, cut that portion out. And, um, but anyhow, it's, it's a telemarketer's worst nightmare. And I swear the next time I get somebody trying to sell me an extended warranty on my vehicle, I'm, I'm going to be like, oh, excuse me, hold on one second. I'm going to get you my assistant and I'm opening up that skill. Ben, what did you think? I was just thinking this is perfect, a perfect tool for any type of training for a call center. You know, our parent company has a small call center. We have a few call centers, but uh, I was just thinking like, oh my gosh, how can we torture all those guys in, 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 the, in that room? And this, <laughs> this would be it. I just couldn't. That's the first thing that thought came to my mind. It, it'll simulate a hang up dial tone, right? That's yeah. what I saw. Now, I didn't do that one in particular, but uh, I liked at the, at the end after the whole music plays, she, go, she goes, would you like me to play another song? She whispered, <laughs> like so I guess funny. the other person wouldn't hear it. What, it was what is very that? adorable. What is that? Uh, AS, ASMR or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Ben, you do it best. Do it. Hi, I'd like to talk to you right now. <laughs> Have you guys ever done that? Use the whisper like at night. You're like, Alexa, what time is it? She's like, it's four. The first, the first time I did that, that really freaked me out. Like it really yeah. freaked me out. Right. Uh, no. Because the first time I did it, she came back to me at 1030 at night and said, hey, this is whisper mode. I'm going to start whispering to you whenever you say whisper or whatever you talk in a whisper. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh great. Uh, thanks. Uh, you just woke up my 18 uh, month old. Thanks, Alexa. You're the best. Anytime. Um, but anyhow, I recommend you definitely going ahead and checking out call handler. Just say enable call handler. If you have an APL device, an APL enabled device, a display device, you can actually click through some of the menus there. There's like four different choices. Yeah, nice menus. Yeah, nice menus. The visuals were good. And you know what? That brings up something that I kind of want to bitch about a little bit. Okay. So I believe now I'm going on record here. I'm the first one to bring this up. What is today? It's the 8th of October. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if Amazon takes this idea, I just want a little bit of cut. 
I really think that they should open up this whole panel here and allow developers to upload different images of their skills and also demo videos. Oh, man. If they did that, I think usage would go off the chain. I, I couldn't agree more. Even in our skill, it, it's like the hardest thing to explain how to how to operate it. How to, and it's, it, it does yeah. one thing. It does one thing. That's if it. there was a video tutorial ability to be able to just embed right in there or upload, it would be a game changer. It would absolutely be a game changer. And I think it's, I would think it would be relatively simple to, to, to put that out in the world. Well, not I, only that, but if you think about the uh, in-skill purchasing, mm -hmm. you're asking people to trust like a description of what they're getting. Uh, if you do like Nick's suggestion there, that you could kind of actually show what you're getting what for your buck. Like. Yep, yep, that could yep. be good. Be exactly. so, so this skill does require, uh, does would like your first name and your email address. You're probably thinking, why the hell do they want my email address? The bottom line is, is that they want your email address because this guy put together a seven-page manual on how to use this, and he emails it to you when you give access to your email address. So again, I'd go check it out. Uh, don't get too scared about giving them your email address. It's just to get a PDF instruction manual for the device. Hey, I got a question for you guys. If you go to the second uh, review there, um, there's somebody that says something about, uh, let's see here. Yeah, why not add access to Bluetooth, Bluetooth so that call hander can link to the phone and control? Could that be done with TalkSocket? Oh. Ooh. Oh. Oh, man. Oh, maybe, because you'd have the yeah. call on... And then you could go ahead, dude. Excellent yeah, yeah. loop in. Yeah, great. Excellent. Way to promote. Way to pro <laughs> way to loop in the old sponsor. I love Heck it. Yeah. No, but that's good. I and that's a good idea because in theory you could. Hey, hold on a second. Open up call handler and boom, it would start. It should mm -hmm. start in theory. Um, okay, cool. So call handler does have 286 reviews. I already left a review like way back in the day. But uh, if you can, go over there, enable it, and leave it a review. But the other skill that we were going to talk about today, and I know that AJ loves these type of skills because of the sound quality, is Among the Stars. And Among the Stars is an excellent skill that will have you listening and learning at the same time. Now, me and AJ, we could go, me, AJ, and Ben, we could go ahead and we could tell you all about Among the Stars and how great it is. But what I would like to do is I'd like to bring in the actual creator of the skill, the CEO of Vox Protocol, Stephen Austin. Stephen, welcome to the show. How's it going? Hey, Steve. Steve, can you hear me? Steve, are you there? Steve, I can't hear you. I think we lost them there for a second. We might have lost them. I'm going to keep this up on the on the four screen, so whenever he comes back, he could pop back in. Okay. But I want to make I want to make a quick rundown or run through the actual Vox Protocol website. So Vox Protocol, they build some really cool skills. Uh, yeah. Like Battle Tracks was like one of the first actual battle. Um, you know, like battle, you know, like, hey, what's the name of this song? Who sings this song? It was one of the first ones on the skill store. It's like American uh, Idol, right? Like it, 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 it lets it, you yeah. participate in a competition between artists. 
something like that. Something like uh, that, right? Yeah. Well, it plays and, the two songs and asks you which one you like better. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and then, hey guys, among- how are you? Oh, there hey. he is. Hey, Steve, hey. you're there. Hey, it's going fantastic. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Well, we appreciate you coming happy, on. We're just happy to have you. And I don't. I know you didn't get a chance. Yeah, to can meet. you hear me? Okay. Yeah, we oh, can yeah. hear you fine. Sound good. So, so what we wanted to do uh, is actually <clears throat> kind of turn the floor over to you here, Steve. And um, can you hear me? Just, yeah, yes. we can hear you. Mm-hmm. We just wanted to turn the uh, floor over to you and uh, have you tell us a little bit about Vox Protocol and what you guys are doing over there. Steve, are you still there? There might be some a little bit of a delay. Okay. So he tried to use it in his. Uh, he's on an Android tablet, and uh, we got a. Maybe he's checking some something. Uh, so he, Steve, has got a very interesting uh, a background. Uh, Steve, just interrupt me if you. But I thought it was super cool. He used to design uh, guitars. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yes, yes. we can hear you. Can you tell us a little bit about Vox Protocol, Steve? You can, can you guys hear me now? I can yes. hear you now. Yep. Can you hear us? He can't hear us. He can't hear us. Okay, great. Thank you. So you can hear us. <clears throat> So anyhow, AJ, go ahead. Tell us a little bit about uh, what what was going yeah, on. Yeah. So, um, yeah, really interesting background. Actually, uh, he he. Sure. Uh, um, <clears throat> Vox Protocol uh, started in about late 2018, um, and it really was when I think there might be some latency. A little bit, yes, a little bit, but uh, go ahead. <clears throat> you guys can hear me? Yep, we can hear you. Okay. Um, so let's uh, pick up where you were then, or what? Yeah, 2018, Vox Protocol. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was about late yeah, late 2018. Yes, I can. I can. I can hear you guys. Okay. okay. Uh, okay yes, it's sure, just latent. Ahead. Okay. No worries. Uh, just, if you want to just continue on and just talk about a uh, uh, Vox protocol. AJ, if you want to go ahead, just start filling us in. I know you spoke with him a good bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was really exciting. So um, Steve is definitely an audiophile um, and has uh really really high interest in um 
raising the uh, level of audio quality at, for voice interaction and ambient computing. And uh, so I, and what I'll do is I'll say that uh, he's he, when you see battle tracks and you listen to Among the Stars, there is an absolute like real uh, uh, you can see the commitment to quality in there. I'll give you an example. Uh, doing the, the the audio cleanup and restoration from old NASA recordings is a very difficult task because when you clean up one audio recording, you have another one that has bad, different kind of noise, and then you're trying to get them all to kind of sound good together. Yeah. That is a great example of some audio storytelling, okay? but also a lot of uh, a studio hours in there actually. Um, and it great, fantastic job. So I think this is probably the best... Uh, sounding audio experience that I've heard. And I would recommend this, uh, the Among the Stars to anybody that uh, wanted to kind of show uh, how great audio could come across. Like, so if you wanted to impress a group of people, I would mm -hmm. say launch Among the Stars and let mm -hmm. it go. And whoever you're with is going to enjoy themselves and, you know, be impressed by the audio quality for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was one of the things that that I really thought was cool. I, I actually reached out to Steve and I was like, hey, I'll tell you what a cool use case for this is, is if you can get a hold of some sort of teachers union or something. And if they if because, you know, the whole thing is creating skills, it's a pathway, right? You know, it's a give and take. You're trying to get something out of the consumer, right? Whether it's money or information. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you you sit there, you say, hey, send us, you know, give us your email address and we'll send you all the answers for this particular mission or all the mm -hmm. questions, right? <laughs> yeah. Now imagine if a teacher goes into teacher mode and they're able to say, Hey, open among the stars and play mission 1969. It plays. And then the kids are then divvied out the thing and then boom, or divvied out all the questions. And then boom, mm -hmm. there you go. There is your, um, you know, your pop quiz for the week. quiz. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I just, I, I don't know, AJ. Or I don't know, Ben. What do you well, think? I, the, you know what? I, there's a little quiz at the end, and uh, I was so mesmerized by it um, because I am. I'm always mesmerized by good, but good audio and good stories. I didn't even remember remembering any of it, but I got all the questions right. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. that was a surprise. Uh, and then when I went on to listen to the second one, was it Finest Hour? Yeah. That was so, really yeah. beautiful. That's when I was yeah. thinking. You know, yep. if you had to entertain your boss, your boss's wife, some guests, you know, and it was like kind of a maybe, a, you know, just people you didn't know, something like that. Totally. That's, this would be such a great thing just to get totally. a conversation going uh, after dinner or something like that. That yeah. just really please a lot of people. Well, Definitely. I just think I, 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 I was thinking it is a showcase. And I was thinking this could even be, you know, used. A, a, I mean, the recording quality is almost mu museum level quality, you know, what you get out of it. I love the quiz idea, um, Nick. And if if it were to be or, a, you know, a service like this were to be used uh, for a school system or, or anything like that, I think this you could really put if you put it behind a, a user password, you have each kid log in, they link their account, they run through the lessons and then there's a quiz at the end. Um it could be really, really cool. Um, what a great way to everyone's home learning now. What a great way to have home learning. How entertaining yeah. would this be? Yeah. While learning at the same time. And I'll tell you something else. One of one of the things. Oh, look at this. Somebody gave it five stars. Oh, who's that? Who's, <laughs> who's that? that? Yeah, let me go ahead and zoom in on him. Who's that handsome? Wow, wow, wow. But um, 
but no, I, I think you're right. I mean, you, whenever you take a look at whenever you take a look at the sound quality, whenever you look, take a look at w- what has gone into building this skill, um, <clears throat> pretty much the sky's the limit. And if I could sum up Voice Spark in one word, I was thinking about this today, and I know I'm going off on kind of a tangent here, but if I Is could truly- sum it up. A- it's the truly kicking in. If I could sum it up in one word, it's usage. What we want to do is we want to increase usage overall. So if I can bring up among the stars by Vox protocol and I could say, Hey, history teacher in fifth grade, this might help you. And they use it and they get some benefit out of it. Mission accomplished. We win that. That's what it comes down to. So the three cornerstones of voice spark usage, usage, usage. Where real estate, it's location, location, location. For us, it's usage. Mm-hmm. Okay, so final thoughts. You guys liked it? <clears throat> I yeah, really absolutely. Loved it. <laughs> absolutely. I'd recommend yeah. it to anybody and everybody. It's good quality. It's a an, it's a nostalgic experience. Like It's the kind of thing that if you had a stressful day and you just wanted to hear something edifying and, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe even patriot, uh, patriotic, this is yeah. definitely uh, something that will trigger all of those feelings and just understand too, that the intention behind it is to, uh, you know, lay the framework for being able to try to raise the bar across the board for ambient computing. So one of the things that um, we spoke about was uh, some work that they're going to be doing to, to build uh, tools for developers to be able to, um, not have to worry about being an audio engineer and not have to worry about all of the responsibilities and complexities uh, that are involved with matching audio to a device type, hmm. um, but building a bridge for that. And some of that was very cool. We'll definitely keep you updated there. But the work that went into this is sort of like laying that framework saying, you know, showing the level of quality and attention to detail to audio. I think, and I think it's a great, great effort to put forward and you know rely on that in the future and say take a listen to that that's what i'm trying to that's what i'm going to be building for others yeah exactly and i just want to give one shout out to the uh to the ceo and uh founder of vox protocol he's i'm on the screen right i got him up here on the screen it's uh steven austin again another very approachable guy in the voice space if you need something if you need anything you could reach right out to him Link to his website here, message button right there, add him to your network. Hell of a guy. And he gets a, uh, a front row pass ticket. Fa- he gets the uh, Voice Spark Fast Pass like they have at Disney World. Anytime he wants to come back, we'll get him back and uh, we'll get him into the mix because I know he was having some audio video problems and I feel terrible about that. So um, anytime, Steve, come I blame on back. Samsung come on back. Uh, yeah, I blame I blame anything unless it's Apple. And, but um, yeah, thank you, Stephen. But okay, so our next guest is Eric from Voice Launch, and we're going to bring on Eric. And I am super excited to hear uh, Eric's perspective on uh, this. What I like to call this pitch fest that's going to be happening on the 27th and 28th of October. So without further ado, let's go ahead and bring in Eric. Eric, how's it going? Thanks for coming on board to uh, voice spark. Hey, how's it going guys? Hey Eric. It's going well. How are yeah, you? Great to be here. 
Awesome. Um, if you can, can you go ahead and just uh, introduce yourself? We've got, um, just tell us a little bit about your uh, backstory. Uh, Eric, Ben, Ben, Eric, AJ, Eric, Eric, AJ. Yeah. All right. Nice to meet you guys. For sure. Yep. So uh, yeah, my background is mostly as a serial entrepreneur. So I've gone through a couple of different startups, uh, mostly in the enterprise software space, mostly in uh, B2B uh, in particular. And I've gone through different kind of growth and uh, investment uh, acquisition. I was in the uh, uh, corporate finance space for a little bit, uh, doing due diligence on M&As. Uh, and then recently uh, back in, uh, in the entrepreneurial seat uh, in the voice space. So about three years ago, I started working in, in voice. Uh, and I've been doing that uh, for a while now. And uh, yeah, and so that, um, I guess that kind of backstory is what led me to want us to, um, to do voice launch. <laughs> what, what got you interested in voice? Well, I just thought it was pretty cool. I mean, I think, you know, as an entrepreneur, you're always trying to look for what, what you know, a, a space that is, uh, looks like it's going to have some growth and has enough space in it that you can give things a try and kind of screw up and still be able to have a business plan. Um, you know, so, you know, as you're trying different ideas, you know, you try them, they fail, you try them, they fail, you try them, they fail. Um, and so if you're in a market that has enough growth, then, you know, it kind of creates, uh, you know, an ability to kind of explore in that space. So the, you know, the, the also like the, um, yeah, I find that uh, also was thinking like the voice, uh, we're, you know, I've been working not in the consumer space, but mostly in the enterprise space for kind of that reason too. Um, because uh, you know, there's more players that are that can be successful in the enterprise space, consumer space. It's a little bit more of a winner-take-all kind of scenario, right? Did you have anything? Was there a demonstration, or was there something that you saw, or was it something that you read that got you thinking? Ah, oh, I should think more about voice. Or were you a fan of Star Trek growing up? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, it just, I just, it, it's just cool tech. You know, I mean, um, uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's. Uh, you know, AI is pretty cool. You know, I, I think early on I was pretty enamored with machine learning. Uh, you know, that's still pretty cool, but that faded a little bit on me because, you know, there are still quite a few limitations in the machine learning space. Um, you know, but voice, I mean, when I think about voice, I think, you know, if, if uh, voice recognition got up to 99% uh, success recognition, I mean, who's going to want to use a keyboard, right? So, I mean, for me, right. it was more an intuitive uh in an intuitive thinking okay you know like right now um or when i started you know it was kind of you know everyone is you know people would try siri and kind of moaning about it and uh and then you know similar experiences in most most voice interfaces now but uh you know i really believe you know like i said you know when voice recognition gets as successful as people's ability to type no one's going to type right so mm -hmm. uh you know, so at that point, voice is just going to be, you know, a, a dominant form in which we interact with computers, right? And so that, that may be a couple of years out still, but believe, you know, I believe when it does happen, it's going to be, it's going It'll to dominate, right? It, it's really going to take over, you know, and you start to see embers of that. Um, you know, my dad, uh, he's uh, a little bit older and, you know, he always felt that typing on his phone, the screen, you know, the keyboard 
uh, was pretty small, but he still mm-hmm. labored through it. But now that he's got a new Android device and and Google Assistant is um, is his friend, he's just not typing anymore. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know so I think you know. So he's I think he's kind of you know. Interestingly enough, you know, uh, you know my my dad you know, in, in his seventies is on the cutting edge of what I think is a wave that's going to, you know, uh, sweep us all away. Right. So, well, I think, you know, I think it's great because especially like, you know, we were talking <clears throat> with Terry Fisher last week and we were BSing with him and, you know, this is going to help out old people, older people stay in their homes longer and yeah. allow them to have more independence. And as someone who is gradually getting to that stage, I'm mm. excited to see what's going to be on that fourth. <laughs> <laughs> He's retiring soon. Just yeah, think, just think of all the typing you won't have to do, Nick. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but uh, but no, I'm 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 really looking forward to it. Ben, do uh, you got anything? Well, yeah, and I was uh, kind of thinking about you know entrepreneurialism and and just you know. I remember a few years back, you know, when I was running my own consulting uh, company, you know, everyone, everyone wanted an app, everyone. Oh, I need an app. I need an app. I need an app. Um, The, the, the um, barrier to entry on that was pretty steep because, you know, it's software at the end of the day. Right. Mm -hmm. Do you see, or do you feel like that this is a easier, easier way to get into um, kind of this new wave of of voice for, for entrepreneurs um, and that barrier would be, you know, significantly less as far as a price tag goes, you know, being able to develop it. Um, it's, it's, that's an interesting question. I mean, it's, um, probably the problems that are worth solving for entrepreneurs are the ones that are expensive. Um, I think the ones that are easy to solve are, uh, probably an entrepreneur is unlikely to be able to maintain a competitive position, right? They'll just get overwhelmed by everyone else who finds it really easy also to do what they're doing. Um, you know, so that can, you know, that kind of differentiator can come in different ways. You know, it can come through the need to uh, uh, utilize capital to hire developers and and create uh, products. But it can also it can also be like audience. It can be um, uh, user base. Uh, those things that are uh, kind of expensive to reproduce mm-hmm. um, you know, on a on a sales and marketing side as well. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I think the things that are easy. It's 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 hard to win at those. Uh, and it, Aren't you know, there, um, <laughs> I mean, when it comes to uh, investment strategies, I I, I read a, um, a Forbes magazine um, like a year end special, and they had sort of like this review of like these different methodologies, and one of them specifically was like dealing with um, non-proven technology and how essentially you have to work backwards. And it it seemed really interesting to me, but I also thought, well, there are these hedge fund managers which are making these decisions. um, And, you know, most people think, well, you have to prove something, you know, you have to show sales and this and that, but it it wasn't things they were talking about with certain industries. You, you, there's like these, these methodologies, uh, for projecting whether something is a safe investment or not. And I was yeah. wondering, um, is this your area of expertise, like talking that language and thinking, um, uh, helping uh, folks prepare their their pitches or? Well, is it that kind of mindset? Like, uh, well, like- not, not, that, not that stage, right? So the people who talk about what's a stable investment, those are big companies. Um, you know, it's just a different, it's just a different place in the market. Um, 
So at the low, at the kind of startup end of the market, uh, there's different ways in which value is created, right? And so basically the value creation flywheel is pretty simple. Um, you know, uh, whatever your value is today or perceived value. So if it's 5 million or 10 million uh, value and you take investment, um, if it's worth more than that in your next round, then you're not being diluted. And at some point, there is a there is a liquidity event, which is an exit or uh, of some type. Um, you know, you're either bought out or sold out or something like that. Um, and as long as you're increasing value, then uh, you know the amount of stake you have in the company also increases in value, right? And so at the lower at the at the kind of startup end of the marketplace, there's lots of different ways in which uh, entrepreneurs can um, you know can uh, you know, can monetize their startups, right? So right now uh, there's a number of different uh, investors that shop, that are shopping around in the, uh, in the pre-market uh, phase, right? In this, in this particular market, right? So, so uh, there's a lot of uh, research uh, that's happening around, um, you know, different things that are patentable in the AI space. Okay, so uh, different approaches to uh, you know to to AI, different approaches to um, you know parsing sound, different approaches to you know solving these more technical problems that normally you'd kind of associate with people who are in MIT labs or something like that. Right. You know, and so those there are some companies that are in that space that are getting bought up by Apple and whatever, and they're just getting bought out to uh, to create patents for those companies. So you see. Uh, when when you go on uh, Wired magazine or whatever, you see like you know whatever this lo what looks like a hand drawing of some guy with it, like some guy's head, and he's holding like a, a phone, and the phone's talking to him. You know, like everyone, I think everyone has seen those patent drawings. You know, mm -hmm. uh, so so that's one of the things that's happening in the in the voice AI space is companies that are able to create money and get bought out even before they have a product. Right, mm -hmm. because they have this idea; it's a patentable idea, um, and uh, and so you know these companies are being added to the patent war chests of of these larger companies. And then you have yeah. uh, other companies. That's exactly that, what I was referring to, for sure. Yeah, and then you have, but those are super risky, right? Because they have no product; mm -hmm. they're pre-revenue. Um, uh, uh, and then there's the the next phase, which is um, you know somewhere near early product market fit. You know where they've got a product they're finding customers maybe they're finding their first few customers you know so there's angel investors that happen in there uh and then um you know getting their first round where they're you know they're starting to get product market fit which means that basically there's customers that want to buy whatever they're selling um and there's acquisitions happening there like uh uh you know where you know just lots of cool stuff you know like uh, companies that are you know um you know uh taking uh, web meetings or meetings like this and and uh, analyzing the transcripts in real time and summarizing them right and creating articles or uh, notes that can be used uh, to uh, uh, to understand what happened in a meeting so imagine we were in a sales meeting right mm -hmm. and we were recording this conversation we had some uh, audio AI that was parsing it and looking for uh, important elements and summarizing them and sticking them in Salesforce, right? So that the manager can know what was talked about, right? Um, mm -hmm. So that's kind of the next, you know, the next stage. And then there's other stage, you know, companies that are more, um, 
more advanced like SoundHound, uh, you know, at least advanced from a, um, an investment perspective where they've gotten in hundreds of millions of dollars uh, in investment. Um, so my, my interest is at the very early stage, um, right. less of the scientific one, but more like, you know, you're an entrepreneur, you've got a big idea uh, and, um, you know, let's, you know, let's do something fun, right? And enjoy do, it. Do you and, find that uh, there's a connection between creativity and uh, is there uh, uh, like an, is there innovation like come along with voice? Is there, are you seeing like big strides in innovation, creative ideas that are coming because of the fact that you're dealing with the voice and the ears more than other? Well, there's all these, yeah, there's all these opportunities, right? Like, so, so I think one of the reasons why Nick wanted me to come on this show was to talk about our, our event voice launch yeah. uh, and uh, the voice launch is entirely dedicated to those ideas, right? So like there's cool stuff happening in the voice space, you know, it may not always seem super obvious because of whatever people talking about COVID and whatever's happening in the white house and whatnot. <laughs> But uh, there's lots of cool ideas. You just have to go to the voice launch page and see all the cool things uh, that, yeah. are, that are happening. Yeah. Yeah. And that was one of the things that I wanted to do too. And I'm going to bring it up on the, um, <clears throat> on the big screen here. So we all can see, I mean, you, I mean, you've got some pretty heavy hitters here that are, that are going to be um, on your Q and a panel. Uh, the first yeah. panel that you're going Um now, I've got to be completely honest with you. I'm going to come out and say it. I signed up having no intention of you selecting me. I, I just, <laughs> so I'm like, filling it out. I'm like, ah, he'll, you know, it'll make his LinkedIn post good. It'll, it'll shit some more analytics his way. No big deal. But, <laughs> but whenever you were like, hey, man, what's your logos? Can I get a couple logos? I was like, oh, this isn't good. Uh, <laughs> well, you can back out at any time. You, oh no, God no! No, I'm uh, using that time. I'm using it. <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to take advantage of it. But, um, but my question is this though: I know people are going to be voting, and they're going to select, like you know, like the the person that you know, or the company, or the the idea that is number one. What exactly is in it for them uh, at the end of the day, as far as as far as voice launch? Is it is it just to get that name out there? Is it is it bragging rights? Is it a trophy? What it, at the end of the day, what what will what's uh, what's at the end of the rainbow on yeah. the twenty eighth? Yeah, absolutely. So um, yeah, so the reason why I wanted to put on this event is because in my entrepreneurial journey, I've been part of various different pitch fests um, mm -hmm. and. Um, those pitch fests have led me to land uh, customers like Whole Foods and others, uh, you know, uh, uh, around those events. Not necessarily those event, uh, the events, but the PR uh, that a company can generate by being part of one of these events. Um, and so, um, you know, so I think uh, entrepreneurs and companies that are trying to get the word out, uh, it's just a great way to do it. Um, it's also a great way to refine your pitch. You know, you think you got a good idea. Well, great. You know, let's tell it to the world and then you'll find out pretty quick. Right. And so that's why the, the, um, the format of the event is really like, it's somewhere between tech Reg disrupt and Britain's got talent. Right. So, uh, the idea is that it's like, you know, uh, you know, we're all at home or we're, we're kind of bored, you know, so we want to have these kind of opportunities to, you know, to, um, you know, to learn things, but at the same time participate, 
right? And so, you know, the companies on this list are the companies that got the most votes, right? And uh, we had uh, we had over 600 votes cast over the course of a couple of days uh, wow. for, the, for these different companies. And so, um, you know, and, uh, you know, the voice, you know, so it's, um, you know, so it's kind of an interesting experience, right? And so the idea is when we get to the event, and you guys will get the email pretty soon, uh, basically, uh, during uh, each each um, each contestant gets three minutes, uh, and they can pitch. If they spend the first two trying to load up their slides, then they get one minute, uh, and uh, and then after that, uh, we we're going to do a a poll, and it's going to be uh, basically rank, uh, and so not number of votes, but it's going to be rank average average score. Uh, and wow. uh, each each of these people is going to go through and do their three minute pitch and they're going to get ranked. And at the end of it, so at between each one of them, I've got a leaderboard that I'm going to show. So it's kind of going to be like, I don't know, I kind of recently got into uh, the uh, the what is it? The, the Beastmaster. It is the, the uh, I don't know. It's like a, it's like American Ninja Warrior show where nice. they have to go through like this beast and kind of, you know, you know, do like monkey bars and jump on like floating platforms and stuff like that. And okay. uh, so we kind of have that too, where after each of them, we throw up the leaderboard and it's like, okay, who's in the lead after that one, right? <laughs> you know, so we're kind of going to go through these and uh, we're going to see who's winning. Uh, and at the end of it, we're going to pick, uh, we're going to pick some winners. Right. So my question is, based on the website, does that mean I go second on the first day, or how does that work? Okay, yeah. So you're gonna get uh, you're gonna get that's all in an email. It's gonna be uh, they're gonna be uh, uh, alphabetical. Oh, uh, okay. so we're just gonna go alphabetical, and we're not gonna set specific times because I'm assuming there's gonna be certain technical glitches, like your previous guest, uh, yep. and then we're just gonna skip that person. And if we mm -hmm. can get them at the end, then great. Um, uh, so, uh, yep. Yeah, so that's what we're going to do. Just go alphabetical, go through. Uh, so we, some, people, so some people would say that you're saving the best for last. Yeah. And that's, that's not, uh, that's not our intention. Although okay. some people could say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Eric, people would get that. Uh, a two minute <laughs> that's the awesome. Obviously a V. <laughs> well, you know, I actually, I actually had to work that day uh, on the twenty seventh, and I went ahead and I was, I was, I, you know, I, I looked at the schedule. I called my friend. I was like, "Hey, I need you to do me a solid." And she was like, "She's like, of course. What do you need? I just need to switch Monday for Tuesday duty." And she's like, "Sure, no problem." And I'm like, "I entered a contest and I didn't think I'd be selected, but I was selected. I'm so happy." <laughs> and, and I was actually, because I was actually, I was really happy about it because, I mean, you know, me. Me, AJ, and Ben are like we're we're doing this. We're doing the whole Voice Spark Live thing, and like essentially, what I'm going to be talking about is a file extension that I've that I've built that will uh, allow local cities to get on platforms fairly easy. Mainly yeah. Alexa. I don't I don't deal with Bixby or or Google. But mainly Alexa, and yeah. it's based off of the work I did with my local village. Yeah. But um, what you know, me and Ben and AJ were just trying to get usage out of people. We want people mm -hmm. to use the devices. We want people to understand them. Um, 
you know, it, it's it, Alexa's been in my house for four years now, and it's just mm -hmm. now that my wife is not insulting her if she gets the command wrong. You know what yeah. I mean? Like me, I was like, you know, I was like kid gloves. I was like, you got to say it the right way. You got to finesse yeah. it a little bit. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Ben, what do you think? I'm excited for you. I'm excited for us, but and I'm excited for this event. I, um, yeah, uh, I hope that pitch goes well, Nick. But uh, yeah, I think I think this is <laughs> no pressure or anything like that. But uh, but <laughs> it's not like people are going to be voting on it or anything. No, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> well, we're not Dude, let me ask you: do you, do you have a do you have a panel that's that that's there that like gives like you know a thumbs up or th thumbs down? You get to the next round, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You know, I definitely thought about that. Uh, you know, ironically, because of the Britain's Got Talent thing, but I figured it yeah, would be yeah, more yeah. interesting. Because uh, I think in the in the early versions of Britain's Got Talent, it wasn't a panel; it was audience voting. Right, right. Uh, and and I, I just remember that, be, you know, and I thought, oh, you know, that's that's super cool. Right. You know, because, um, you know, there's less of the banter that that, you know, the hosts can have, you know, and yeah. then, you know, they don't they have a little bit less control over the drama of the show, you know, where it's like there's always the, you know, Simon who's like he's holding back. Is he going to be aggressive or what? You know, so, right, right. you know, you can't. You know, if you have audience voting, you can't really create that drama as much. Um, but uh, I, I think it's I think it's more interesting. And and you know, one of the goals is obviously to give profile to these amazing entrepreneurs like yourselves. You know, kind of going out there and trying to do stuff. You know, trying to make a difference. Um, and at the same time, it's you know, it's um, it's fire testing your ideas, right? So so I think it's really important that that. You know, so the way the event is going to be, it's not just going to be polls, but we're going to have an open chat window and we're going to save the chats. And then I'm going to I'm going to parse them uh, and send those chats to the different people. So we're going to be encouraging people once they've done their uh, their voting, give feedback or feedback all the way through the pitch. Right. Um, and so that feedback is super invaluable because this is a community of people who want to support entrepreneurs, especially in the voice space. Um, so it's a great way just to know what you can do better next time and we could all improve. Right. Yeah. I'll so. tell you, um, have you ever seen the, uh, the, uh, SIGGRAPH, uh, they're like the two minute pitches, uh, on YouTube where you, you watch them and then all of the people that are going to be presenting get up and they do two minutes where they talk about their papers. Okay. So interesting because these are yeah. guys are all just college students and they just you they come up there and you have no idea what by the way the way they look <laughs> or whatever but they might be just like we just found a way to fold the uh, meshes and say you know quadruple the yeah. efficiency and it's just so much fun to see how brilliant you know people can be and just get excited for them so yeah. would you say that this event um is like can be participated in that way. Uh, is it open to the public? Is there a cost for people who want to to watch? How uh, oh, no. who can get involved? Who's the whole scope of of people who who could who'd want to watch this or tune in or participate? Even yes. for Nick. So um, so Nick was showing on the uh, on the website. We've got so the way it's structured is that we've got um, the the people pitching right. So the event is about. Uh, the voice startups. So they're kind of our main showcase. 
Um, and then on top of that, we have what are called inspiration sessions. And kind of as you scroll down, like this is kind of like a who's who of who's investing in voice. If you scroll down more, so these are VC, the VC panel. The next one is like Bose speakers, Amazon. We've got the guy who, who founded API.ai. Uh, so wow. dialogue flow so that he's that guy on the right there who's uh, now at um, uh, at uh, Google Assistant Investments um, Lucid Motors. I'm not sure if you know them, but they're the uh, the competitor for Tesla um, mm -hmm. and th they're releasing with uh, Alexa Auto. So um, that's actually there. Um, and then, you know, other kind of, you know, uh, Raza tech stars. So so we have these types of people who are kind of part of the inspiration, right? So the idea is that, you know, that's what all the voice entrepreneurs want to get to some form of success, like, like, uh, like they're happening. So those people are there. And then the majority are people who are interested in the voice space. Uh, it's free to attend. Uh, so anyone can go to the site and sign up. And when they sign up, they become a judge uh, because we're going to be doing that polling cool. in the session uh, and they get to have, provide chat feedback. So oh, that's, that's really cool. Yeah, I think yeah, it'll I'm, be a lot of fun. You know, I, I can't wait to see all of like because it's it's all going to be live. I thought, oh well, maybe you know we can pre-record or something like that. And I thought, oh no, it's going to be way more fun to like have someone not be able to connect or whatever. That's one of the things I always said was, uh, or Bill Riley always said was, "F it, we're going to do it live." So. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great because it, you, you know you could yeah. sit there, you could sit there, and you could rehearse it all you want, and yeah. you could you, you can look in the mirror twelve hours out of the day. But whenever it comes down to it, and that and that light set and that light goes red, and 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 you're going, the adrenaline's pumping. You don't know what's going to come out. You might not even yeah. say anything that you had planned on saying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's part of the fun, right? I mean, it's we want to make it kind of fun. We want to make it spontaneous. You know, it's uh, we want to make it authentic, so it's just real people sharing their, you know, what is the they're doing. Even the uh, even the panels are are basically conversations, right? So no slides. We're not going to do that. Um, it's gonna it's gonna be a chat. People can, uh, you know, interject. I've got a few questions for the people in the panels, but otherwise, you know, it's a conversation, right? So it's people sitting in on a conversation or people sitting in on a live presentation. So I I think that's that's more interesting. Uh, for so folks. even really anybody that was just thinking about getting into voice or even somebody that was still a college student, they would still benefit by attending if they thought, hey, this uh, could be a path I'm going to go down. And this is what I've got to look, I've got to start thinking about if I want to get into the big leagues, right? Yeah. So can kind of attend and get familiar with that. Yeah, absolutely. And a number of the companies are hiring as well, right? So people who are at, who are looking for jobs, you know, like there's a number of these startups that are in hiring mode. Um, and uh, there's a number of VCs that are looking for uh, for companies, uh, you know, and and ideas. Uh, so, 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 and also a number of potential customers, right? So we have people, uh, you know, obviously on the speaker list, which gives you a sense for the larger companies that uh, that are going to be there. But they're not the only ones. The other ones I just can't put on the site because they're just there to register. But big companies that you have apps on your phone, um, uh, you know, like apps that you use every day, uh, have people that are going to show up and, and listen to the pitches. Right. Yeah. So, well, the, the only thing I could say about that is 
I'm officially off the market today. So <laughs> I'm, I'm a lot of hearts out Wait. there. But I'm Wait. off the market. <laughs> um, no, but I'm going to tell you what. I want to go through and actually, and I, I know this might not be really uh, – you know, uh, fair, but some of these companies that I really recognize and, and I think it's worth pointing out like, uh, like redfox.ai. I mean, you know, Nick Myers is doing great things over there. Botmock, yes, Botmock is awesome. You're looking for a visual yeah. representation of how to structure a, um, you know, your, um, oh my God, I can't think of the word. I got the yeah, conversation flow. Yeah. Yeah, you're looking for your conversation flow. It's the perfect way to do it, right? Yeah. Mock. And then uh, Ear Reality. I reviewed one of their skills. Uh, Iron yeah. Fountain. Uh, Coco Hub. Again, um, DOS. I just listened to DOS. He was on Nick Meyer's uh, podcast. He's doing, you know, hella good things with real estate. So I just think that with us getting all of these people together in one area, just to even, just to even share ideas on uh, – I think it's going to be a, a hell of a good thing. And oh, VoiceCube. I actually had a conference with uh, with VoiceCube. We talked, uh, me and Vishnu. What he's doing over there is amazing. I mean, he, you know, he's positioned himself to be the the Netflix of audio skills. And yeah. I think it's, I mean, this is cool. Let me ask you this, though. Where did this idea kind of come from? What was the springing off point to where you said, I'm going to do this? This is happening. Well, um, you know, I guess it was a, a combination of, of um, as I mentioned before, you know, in my – so I've gone through a couple of startups that have gone, that have gone uh, uh, well, you know, and so I kind of – you know, you always kind of feel when you go through a good experience that you kind of wish that you could give back in different ways, right? And there's, um, I think most entrepreneurs kind of feel like feel like that, like how can I help entrepreneur, other entrepreneurs have a good experience? And, um, you know, I've always kind of wanted to do that and I've looked for different ways uh, to do that. And um, this is just one of the ways that I thought, you know what, there's so much cool stuff happening in the voice space but it's like blind to so many people, right? And so, so, so that was a big thing. And I think I sat in on a few too many meetings where people were talking about the fact that voice skills are basically non-discoverable inside, you know, on a, on a speaker, right? And I yeah. thought, oh, that's such a bummer, you know, because there's so many people investing uh, their time and their, their creativity into these things. And so, uh, so that was, that was really it. Uh, and, um, uh, and the part that's a little more serendipitous is that um, I started at the beginning of the pandemic, I started participating on the the voice lunch sessions. Uh, yes. And something I think clicked in my mind. I, I, maybe I even mispronounced it. I'm like voice launch. And I'm like voice launch. <laughs> <laughs> and then that was it. <laughs> Right. That was it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then, you know, I just started talking to people about it and, uh, and there seemed to be a real appetite for celebrating their creativity in the space. So and now did you attend uh, similar events like this before earlier on in your career? That yeah, absolutely. So that's what I was mentioning. Like, uh, you know, in my other startups, I was going down to San Francisco and participating in every pitch event I could. 
right? Yeah. And what, was, yeah. what is that like? What was a is it adrenaline? Is it a rush? Is it a competition? What what was the emotional impact there? Well, you know, you kind of uh, it depends on which you know, like the first ones. You know, you kind of start. You know, I went to enough that um, you know I started having different emotions about it. Uh, but I think most people, it's. Um, I think it's, it's it's different for most people. I think, but I think the 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 way to approach voice launch is, you know, you've got an idea, be proud of it, celebrate it. We're all here to support you, and we want you to be successful. And by the way, you know, there's going to be VCs, there's going to be customers, uh, there's going to be uh, people you could hire or people who could hire you, uh, and so. Um, you know, so just be authentic, try and be as sharp as you can and, uh, and, and hopefully good things happen. Right. And so, you know, if people come to it that, with that attitude, you know, I've, I've, I've gone through these pitch fests and great things have happened. Right? I'm not guaranteeing obviously that those things will happen to the people that participate, but this is a platform to celebrate the, uh, these companies. And I can see even now, like, you know, when I posted the finalists, you know, it just, there's a tremendous amount of, of, um, of traction around around that post. And then uh, people who got nominated then posted it out to, uh, uh, to uh, the people who follow them uh, as a celebration and thank you for all that they've given those companies. Um, and so it's just a, a, a moment to show, yeah, you know, these companies continue to do amazing things, right? You know, so we went through a vote and these companies were selected. So you know you're doing something right. So then when we go to the next level, right, it'll it'll still be the same thing, right? So um so this is encouraging. This is year one. Is this are you gonna plan on doing an annual? Right. Well, you know, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I think it would be it would be fun to do it uh like a spring one and a fall one. Uh Ooh. and and now that we kind of have the the uh you know the the event structure uh together uh and uh you know and it's only it's six hours it's a six hours online event right so it's really a zoom meeting right it's just a it's a big zoom meeting (laughs) i gotta be i gotta be honest with you um i'm i'm hoping to uh to to uh grab up some uh people who have skills out there and want them previewed because uh i you know that's that's what i'm looking forward to doing in fact I found a great one and, and I'll give a little blast out here. It was called uh, journey 3000 and it is an old 1980s, late eighties, choose your own adventure book that mm. they redid. And I can't stop. Honest to God, I can't stop playing it. And I even <laughs> re- went back to the guy. I'm like, Hey, this is, this is really cool. The voice yeah. acting's awesome. Yeah. And, um, but, uh, but AJ, uh, final thoughts. What do you think? I think it's fantastic. And the reason why I was asking a lot of those questions are because there are some people out there that um, may be learning to program late in life. Uh, they're maybe coming from a different field and they may be struggling. They may be a new, uh, they may have concerns about, okay, maybe I've, I've got a brilliant idea. I'm going to do this work. Uh, what, what can I do? How can I get recognized? And it just seems very encouraging. And I'm uh, supportive of any and everything that encourages people to express their innovation. And that's just what makes the world a better place. So it's just fantastic to say that you're welcome here and we're here for you to support you. And uh, Ben, final thoughts? 
Yeah, no, I, I have to echo kind of what AJ's doing. I think this is great. I mean, you know, when I was getting started out, it was always like, oh my gosh, what are people going to think? And then you just finally put it out there. It's nice to be able to go to a, like a warm, welcoming pay, uh, a crowd of, yeah. of, of other, other, other entrepreneurs that, uh, you know, hey, we want to hear your idea. And if, if we can help, you know, we'll make it better along the way, you know? So that's, that's really, really great. And I, I really appreciate everything you're yeah. putting together in this project. That's awesome. That's yeah, it takes a community, ironically, you know, to, you know, yeah. you don't community when you're talking about business, but it really does take a community. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Now, Eric, I, I have, uh, I have the final question here. It's going to be a doozy. Okay. Um, have, have you <laughs> subscribed yet to uh, voice spark Alexa or on YouTube? Yes. Okay. <laughs> that was a close one. There was a little bit of a pause there. So. I was worried. Such a dramatic pause. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's no. great. I, I appreciate you guys having me on the show, and it's it's nice to be able to talk to you guys and look forward to hearing uh, your pitch at the event. And mm -hmm. um, and that's that's all really good. So. Awesome. Well, hey, Eric, thanks again for, for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to the event. Um, I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be great to bring people in uh, yeah. to the actual voice sphere, uh, the Alexaverse, as I like to call it. And yeah. um, I just think it's it, overall, it's going to be a nice little uh, treat and a break from, uh, from uh, COVID. So yeah. uh, I think thanks, so. thanks for putting it on. Thanks for, yeah. thanks for taking this, you know, carrying this torch because that's a yeah. big deal. Yeah, my um, pleasure. Okay, do you have anything anything final you want to spit out real quick? Nope. If anyone has any questions, uh, oh. I'm I'm on LinkedIn. Although I noticed yep. that you spelt my name wrong on this uh, on the invite to the show, but that's no. uh, that's it. Yeah, it's an A before the U because uh, I'm from Canada and it's a French name. Well, uh, so the other way would be, I guess, more of a Spanish name. So but check this out. That's me. Yeah. So check this out. Now that you've opened up those can of worms, um, I, I it, do you know you know who like uh, Ben Roethlisberger is? He's a quarterback for the Steelers, right? Okay. Well, he's he's good for throwing at least one interception a game. Mm -hmm. It's guaranteed. <laughs> that's a fact. Where? Yeah, where, that's a fact. Where that correlates with me, like even if they're up by forty points, he still throws a pick. He has to. Yeah. Yeah. Where that correlates with me is I have to misspell something once a day. <laughs> so you were the unlucky duck that, that got their name pulled because I'm going to tell you what, I go through the same stuff with my boss. I've been working with this lady for three years. And for some yeah. reason I put an, I put a U before an I or an I before a U. She's like, dude, come on, man. I before E except after C. I'm like, I don't get it. I'm sorry. You know? So, you know, some people just, uh, it, it sucks. I feel terrible whenever I do stuff like that because I'm really oh, like, I'm an that. idiot. I swear. Yeah. yeah I, I read that as Eric Suave. Yeah. No, I'm, how do you pronounce yeah, I, that? Unfortunately, I'm not, uh, I'm not Suave. I'm Sauve. Uh, so, uh, Sauve? but, uh, yeah, if anyone is interested and curious about the event, you know, please sign up, uh, obviously attend, you'll be able to, uh, communicate with me during the event and communicate with the other attendees during the event. It's an open chat room. Uh, and, uh, you know, for any kind of entrepreneurs or people that are interested in, in, uh, me giving them feedback, you know, I'll be, just reach out. I'm happy to contribute in that way too. So it's all good. Fantastic. Awesome. Thanks a Thanks, bunch, Eric. Uh, Eric, and uh, I'll be seeing you through the LinkedIn channels. Okay. Sounds good. Take it easy, guys. Thanks. Right, see Take care. Um, 
Dude, that was awesome. That was good. That was great. So uh, with that being said, we got to keep the lights on. Uh, talk socket. If you have not hit on one of the links that I've thrown in the chat, go ahead over and hit on one of the links because I'm going to tell you what. This thing's pretty cool. Um, it is Alexa on your phone. No, really, on your phone. AJ, what do you think? Final thoughts. Talk, suck it. <laughs> ben? Oh, no, it's just kind of just just Eric being there for, for, for you know, everyone that wants to put an idea out there is just that's just such a great thing in general and i i can't wait for it nick you're gonna you're gonna crush it i'm I'm sure and all the other people are gonna be great too so we get a lot of great ideas being shared yeah there's a lot of people on that list that i've seen and i'm just like oh god like this is this is gonna be cool this is gonna be the real deal because uh a lot of those you know those people i i do have a comment then i do go ahead Lay it, let it out actually, there. Let's go. It's actually uh, to Bose. So these are the Bose 700s. And uh-huh. so you guys know, Bose, that the uh, Alexa integration, uh, when, the, the, uh, w- when you're interacting with a skill, the speakers cut off the last part of the question for like, mm. like a third of a second mm. for activating the speakers. So as I was playing... Uh, well, as I was trying many skills, uh, you can't hear the last option because she's like, would you like A, B, or because it activates the microphone before, mm. third of a second before the, it, the audio finishes playing. Hello, McFly. Who was working? <laughs> I just had a comment on that because that's no, no. Hey, call him out. Hashtag Bofels. Bofels. M- make it better. Hashtag make it better. Hashtag, Hashtag check your firmware. <laughs> firmware yeah. updates are your friend. <laughs> well, um, I think that's just going to do it for us tonight. So without further ado, let's go ahead and play the outro. <laughs> 